Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Allegra and Natasha, founders of Beyond Your Wildest Dreams, who are on a mission to empower mums and caregivers to prioritize themselves, to save time and to accomplish their goals through actionable, accessible and science-backed content. And they create short red workbooks, online courses, and they teach productivity, habit formation, all these life-changing habits that allow the caregiver to change, to evolve, and do what they want to do. Because everything changes when other people have those claims, have those energetic cords on your life. So I love that. Hey, guys, Allegra, Mm. Natasha, welcome to the show. Thank Thank you, you, Mark. Well, it's a pleasure to, to host you guys. So can you Please just expand a little bit more on you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? So we founded Beyond Your Wildest Dreams about two years ago. And at first, we weren't really sure what it was going to be. We had our mission, help moms and caregivers prioritize themselves, save time and accomplish their goals. Mm-hmm. And we had the impetus behind the business, which was Natasha and I have been friends for a long time. And she'd come to me and said, hey, Allegra, you have your own business, you homeschool your child, you just went on a month-long trip to Oaxaca. How are you moving your things forward while still being a homeschooling mom? And so I was just kind of informally coaching her on that. And as I was informally coaching her, I came up with this idea that you know, I was I was telling her, here's the planner I use, here are the tools I use. And what I realized that it's not about the tools, it's about the thought process, the mental skills of planning and being flexible enough, mm-hmm. especially as a mom and caregiver, we often have to absorb any shocks that come into the family, right? Like when my father passed away, I was the one who showed up to help. When my grandmother stopped walking, I was the one who helped my mom hire a caregiver, right? We have to absorb these shocks And absorbing those shocks, a lot of times what will happen is everything you care about personally falls to the wayside and you focus on this emergency. But what I've realized is that if you're flexible enough with your planning, you can figure out ways to absorb these shocks without putting yourself, you know, as a sacrifice to the altar of your family. Yeah. And so that was really what was born out of. So beautiful. Yeah. Because as, as, as parents, as people, as entrepreneurs oh my gosh, we'll put everyone else first. That line of, mm-hmm. I'll fix me later. God knows I said that. I know it. When my brother died, when oh, my yeah. dad died, it was a case of, I'll fix me later. I didn't know just how destructive that was at the time. No idea. It was a badge of honor. 
-hmm. It may have mm -hmm. been through a little bit of avoidance and hiding rather than all the goodness that came with it, but I could convince myself. So can we talk more about that concept of the avoidance through trying to do the right thing, but ultimately it's not the right thing for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's detrimental ultimately, right? Because it, it fosters resentment more than like, more likely, <laughs> um, you know, suddenly this fabulous, wonderful thing of having a family and, and the joys around that you can start to get resentful when you're putting yourself last over mm. and over and over again. And next thing you know, years have gone by and the things that maybe you wanted to get to, and even your health, your mental health, these things that you continuously put on the back burner, because, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever comes up, you have the, the have, for me personally, I have my business that I'm running and also being a mom, right. And anything that was coming up, if it was for me, that would always, that always could be sacrificed. And then after some time, like you said, there's, there's, um, there's the, res I would just mention the resentment, but you also said like, what are the detrimental things? What are maybe you're avoiding? And for sure there was, there was a, a, um, something you can hide behind inside of the, the parent model or the parent image or the parent identity where you could say, well, of course, of course, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do this for my kids instead of this over here for myself, which then allows for you to hide behind that, right? Where you don't have to necessarily put yourself out there. You don't have to necessarily go for whatever those goals are that you're looking to achieve because no one's going to fault you. You're being a great parent, right? So- mm -hmm. That's what, that's what kind of gets, it gets sacrificed because there's builds resentment, but that's also what you're avoiding. You can avoid trying to put yourself out there because you don't, and you don't have to risk failure because you're, no one would fault you, you know, you're, you're being a parent. So it's totally acceptable. That line there, hide behind the parent model. And it's noted down, mm -hmm. well, those models change. So we, we can all hold, you know, obviously there's a, a business podcast, very much the personal aspect. We talk about business a lot here to hide mm -hmm. behind the entrepreneurial model. Oh, you can't fault me because we're doing this. You can't fault them because they're doing this. You can't fault them for not showing up, for neglecting their health, neglecting their relationships, for being stressed and angry, hiding behind mm -hmm. the entrepreneurial business owner, CEO, fill in the blanks, whatever you want. That line mm -hmm. there, I think that is super revealing beautiful yeah. yeah so can, can i put this into into your your worlds um where mm. did you find that with with business it might be maybe you can touch upon how you guys came together to do the business but where did maybe you find yourselves hiding behind these models and realized oh yeah it's a crutch it's avoidance uh -huh. rather than the the right way to move forward I can say my pain point, the reason I came to Allegra in the first place, and again, we were friends at this point, and I, but I see her, like she just mentioned, you know, she's homeschooling mom, she's got her own businesses, she's got, she's rocking it out, so she's been able to create it such that their family could go to, for a month-long trip to Oaxaca and that kind of thing, and I was just thinking mm -hmm. to myself, my goodness, we don't, I don't do travel except for to go visit family. I don't do, you know, I have, I have these, like, in my mind, million dollar ideas or these kinds of things that I was like, oh, when I get to that yeah. later, when I have time later, when the kids are more grown and mm. what starts to happen is, and Allegra and I talk about this a lot, 
zero to five, your kids need a lot of attention, right? But after you stop wiping butts, like, you know, and they're in, in in my case, my kids go to public school, you know, they're in school for several hours a day and I'm working my other business, but why am I not, I'm still hiding behind the model, like for a, a moment later, I mean, excuse me, at this point in my life where they're now, they don't need you as much. And suddenly I'm still hiding behind the model of like, well, I'm a busy mom. I'm a busy mom and I'm, I'm, I'm an, ah. a, you know, work from home entrepreneur. So I don't have the time to exercise or, you know, these other, these other ideas that I, that I just kept backburnering, like I had said. So the pain point came to that, to that realization of like, wow, I really am not in any way, shape or form prioritizing myself. And it feels um, unfamiliar and uncomfortable and almost selfish to go ahead and prioritize myself. Right. So mm, that, that I came to Allegra and I was like, girl, how do you do it? You know, how do you do that it? And so this, and moment. she'd already done her, I'm sorry. I'm going to say that, that moment That's right there, the, the, the well-worn path that you had. And then when you flip that, mm -hmm. it was a case of, well, now I feel guilty. Well, now I feel that, yeah. and there's all this because it's been so warm. It's like, yeah. The kids are no longer around you all the time. Yes, there are different challenges. Yes, things have moved. But right. that path, that belief, those habits, those perceptions, they're still the same as it was. And maybe they kept you alive. Maybe they kept your kids alive. Maybe it's just something you had to do at the time. <laughs> it's like, sure, ah, sure. damn it. That's and Allegra has a great, because she saw this coming. Like, I feel like I got kind of blindsided and woken up by it, like a little, as yeah. my kids were a little older, but she saw, she said she saw this coming and I'll let her say this when around, when her kid was five and needed her a little less and she could see what was coming. Right. Mm. And so she had some more foresight and was practicing the things that we now, you know, teach and purport longer than than I had been right so I came to her out of like desperation right but she had the foresight to see it coming so I'll let you speak to that Allegra yeah so about eight years ago I felt like I was having success in some areas of my life and not others and I was starting to see a pattern like the success was in the business and financial side and just to give background I've been an entrepreneur for two decades 22 years and I have an MBA. So I have a fair amount of project management experience, but in my personal and health side, I didn't feel like things were great. My husband and I were going through a really challenging time with our relationship and I had backburnered my health because that's what it's so easy to do when you have a child under five. And mm. I spent some time thinking about like, why was I having success here and not here? And what I realized was that I was not planning the way I was planning. I was not planning my personal and my health the way I was planning my business and financial, right? Like I had goals. I would recheck those goals from time to time. I would adjust. Whereas health, it was like, I want to be healthy. Well, what does that mean? What does that look mm. like? You know, breaking it down into things that I could actually measure. Yeah, I love data. Data is so motivating for me. I love it. And which is why I really love having a Fitbit because I get lots of data, but you know, it's not something you think about normally your personal life in terms of data, but there are a lot of things that you can measure. Like, so one of my, one of my pain points came when my child was about eight and she said something along the lines of, well, mom is the strict parent and dad is the fun parent. And 
that statement, well, you know, I didn't like that statement. And hey, a, you know, probably a good rule of thumb is if something like bothers you, like maybe there's something there for you to consider, right? There's your trigger so, points, absolutely. Yeah, so that mm -hmm. really bothered me. And the thing is, is as a homeschooling parent, it's really easy to just always be looking for the teachable moment. And, um, you know, something I recognize with my father was that your greatest strength can often be your greatest weakness. My father was a dentist and he was great at speaking for 60 minutes with no interruptions. It didn't make him so great around the family dinner table because he would constantly tell us we were interrupting him. And, and I said, dad, we're not a patient of yours. We can talk. There's nothing in our mouths. And this is how conversations <laughs> work. And he really struggled with that. And me re recognizing that in him, I said, oh, I'm doing what my dad did. I'm being the teaching parent all the time. And so what I did was I said to my daughter, we are going to set aside fun days for you and I, where all we do is have fun. We put them every December, we put them into the calendar for the next year. And look, it doesn't always happen on that date, but it's a placeholder reminding me of what's important to me and why I want to do this. And it's measurable. Like it, it always happens. Mm. Right. And so, you know, that was a pain point for me. It was realizing like, oh, I was becoming like my dad. I was the teaching parent. I wasn't, I was neglecting this other aspect of my relationship with my daughter and, you know, finding ways to measure that so that I could see if I was progressing on it. That moment of awareness and realization, oh my gosh, I am my dad or I'm my mom or, oh, I've just taken these habits <laughs> and rules and I'm living by this. It is a, oh, moment, but it's also a, cool. now it's, it turns into a bit of a choose your own adventure. You get to know mm -hmm. what, what to do and how to use information. So you're, you're a data geek. I love that. Me too. I love a spreadsheet. If you can quantify it, if you can value it, if you can note it down and record it and measure it. Yes. It's going to grow. It's going to change. So you should have seen my wedding spreadsheet. It was, it was quite exciting. <laughs> nice. <laughs> how, okay. Blessings and curses. Let's talk about this concept in your business right now, because how, with everything that you do, the amazing work and the difference that you make in the world, you have your courses, you have your coaching, you have your books. There is so many touch points that are available. And this information is widely available as well. People know this stuff. So, What's it like for you guys as you get yourself out there, as you have the challenges of not just what you do fulfillment and the purpose, but damn it, it's the business stuff. It is the <laughs> other stuff that we have to do aside mm -hmm. from fulfillment. Mm -hmm. What's it like as you kind of juggle that with your your beliefs, your challenges, your double-edged swords? Okay. Well, there, I feel like there were a lot of questions in there. I'm like, <laughs> which one you do I start welcome. with? <laughs> I mean, for, for your audience, for entrepreneurs, when you're starting a business, the first thing, a best practice, you know, is to come up with proof of concept, right? Which is, I have a product that people actually want to buy and can benefit from. And then when you have that product, you have to figure out how to market it. Well, we came up with this amazing product that people have called life-changing. We've seen people completely shift their careers, go back to school, stop doing this thing, move to this place because of this course. However, it is a bit of an investment of time and money and you're going to get great things on the other side. But 
for people mm. to go from we've never heard of you to I want to spend two days with you, that's a big leap. Right. So then we kind of had to back into how are people going to find out about us? And we surveyed our students, like, what are some things that you struggle with that you feel like we could help you with? What do you want from us? And the first thing people said was, I want to get better at my to-do list. My to-do list is never ending. And I feel like that's something you can help me with. And so that came up with our first book, short read that has been a bestseller in multiple categories on Amazon, three, two, one, done, three simple strategies to get your to-do list done. And this is a workbook. It's not just a book because brain science shows you acquire way more information when you do something with it rather than just read right. it, which is yeah. a personal pet peeve of me, of mine for a lot of nonfiction books out there. They tell you the problems, but they don't help you use any solutions. Yes. We how do you actually, this is all great information, but how do I apply it? How do I make it real right. for me? Yes, yeah. we're on the same page. And that. that's what we paper. do. We want, it, we want to pen to paper. Pen to paper. Or if you get the ebook, we have a worksheet that you get, a, that you download from you know Google Drive. So we give you the three mistakes that everyone makes. We've made them. And then the three brain science back strategies for over, overcoming those mistakes. And, you know, it was so well received. We thought, okay, this is going to be our lead generator to talk in entrepreneurial terms, right? This is our lead mm -hmm. gen. However, it made us aware of this market for short read books and for content kind of dispersed in this really accessible, actionable way. I think that's one of the things that sets us apart. Like we read the science and then we give it to you in everyday speak. So, uh, so we, you know, proof of concept. With our course, it's called Harness the Power of Planning, HPOP. That's what the cool kids call it. So so HPOP is our big course, but we needed a lead gen, and that came up with 321 Done. And 321 Done did so well that we thought, huh, we should do some more of these short reads. So, you know, not quite a pivot, if you will, but a brand extension, because mm. we had thought this is going to be our one-off. We're going to have one book, and it's going to lead people to our course. But then we realized, hey, this is its own market. And yeah. really, it's reaching out to people in a different way using other using other companies' algorithms, right? Apple Books algorithms, Google Books algorithms, Amazon's algorithm uh, to get in front of people. And so we came up with, so we thought, okay, this is a great book. And this is kind of, you know, we talk about our mission is to pr help people prioritize themselves, save time, accomplish their goals. HPOP is all about the third one, accomplishing your goals. Three, two, undone is all about helping people save time. What can we do that can really get people to prioritize themselves and kind of be even even more lead Jenny than three, two, undone? And that's rock your morning. Rock your morning. Three simple steps to take control of your morning is all about creating a morning ritual so that you can make self-care a habit mm. because self-care is health care as we like to say. Um, and this is available as a book, but it's also available as a free opt-in video series. We have three, we always give three tips, right? So we have three videos. They're two minutes long. You get one each day. And, you know, we just felt like that's a great way for people to just get a sense of us, how we teach, how we talk about things, you know, our, our content. Yeah. And so those are our 
kind of our three steps that we want to get three people through, right? Prioritize yourself, save time. And then if you're feeling ready, jump into Harness the Power of Planning with us. If not, we have these other short read workbooks because that's become like its own brand extension, as I mentioned, that people can get content from. I love that. With this, I'm, I'm trying to look at like the business challenges. Let's look at what's what's going on right now. What are, You had a lead magnet. It was a lead magnet. And then realized, oh, damn, this is, there's something in here. It is received in such an amazing way. Plot twist, pivots. Okay, what else can we do on this? The one that was missing, and there's no right or wrong. We get to play with this. Yeah. We hear it time and time again. If something's working, do more of it. If it's not, change. Mm-hmm. That could be interpreted in two different ways. So you created your ecosystem based on, this is amazing. Let's do another one alongside it. Rather than, this is doing amazing. We have now one job, the Ascension. That is it. So what mm. was it that made you guys choose to, rather than harness the power and the the momentum that you're building and work on there's mm. just one direction you need to go rather than building out building out more at this level what drove that decision and where what was your benefits and what was the what was the curse of that that's a good question um i think both of us we just we are at heart educators in 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 my entrepreneurial efforts outside of BYWD. I'm an educator, and um and we both have like this educational spirit, like in you being a homeschooler, Allegra. <clears throat> um, and I think one of the big one of our initial challenges with our signature or, or flagship course, Harness the Power of Planning, was that we wanted to cram so much information into that course, and we realized, oh my goodness, we are we're just, we're, we're overloading. Right. So we had to go Mm -hmm. through our course again and kind of parse out. We're like, this is like a bonus. This is an addendum. And one of the, so as we kind of like pulled things out so we could really just focus this course on being a life design course. And we're like, Oh, but what about this? What about that? We decided we needed to really kind of just pull these out as like bonuses. Right. So from all of those bonus ideas, we were after we had written three, two, one done, which was a bonus, like, Hey, here's how we're going to help you streamline your to do to do list process we had these other these other ideas Mm -hmm. that we're like wow we'll turn these into these workbooks right and i think it really was born out of like we've got these great ideas we got these great systems for people to use to help streamline all these different areas of their life whether it's the to-do list or whether it's how to create a morning ritual we just came out with a book about how to really literally this week about how to, we call it rock your holidays. So you can really use some, some simple, simple strategies to get more joy out of the holiday and less stress. And we also have a book about creating a family mission statement. So we're just so passionate about these things. I think that's really why we decided to take that plot twist and turn into these, these now four books, four workbooks, um, I think was born out of this desire to share the information, maybe more so than, Hey, here's an opportunity to just double down, triple down on this first book, which, you know, and you said, what are the, what are the benefits or what are the, um, the upside downside of that is like, I'm not even a hundred percent sure if we ever were like, Hey, let's just, let's, let's really continue to double down on three, two, one done. We thought, oh my goodness, more of this, this line, right. More of these these short read workbooks that, um, I don't think we really weighed the pros and cons of, 
um, wow, we should like double and triple down on this first book. We just got really excited about disseminating more information. Well, and we also were thinking about the fact that, you know, we already had the content. We just needed to put it into book form. And the fact that, you know, as educators, we know some people like learn through reading. Some people learn through watching. Some people learn through listening. We might get totally different people reading our workbook than taking our courses just because that's how they prefer to take in the information. So that was also part of the strategy behind having yeah. the same information in different formats. And it's always super interesting to hear decisions and how things were born and where things came from, where is the accident, where is the strategy. And sometimes, yeah, it's it's a it's a bit of both. These these things happen. Yes. And I want to just mm-hmm. I love to sort of challenge these and bring out these questions on what was happening there? What what actually happened? And I love you like, yeah, actually, I think we didn't think about this. We just saw this, which is super interesting to sort of sort of hear. I want to just hide. I don't hide. I want to come back to the point where that you mentioned earlier, hide behind the parent model, hide behind mm. and the entrepreneurial model. Did you, mm. was it possible that you were hiding behind the educator model? You said that you're a teacher, you're an educator. So oh, how to do more of this rather than you, you kind of forgot the business side of it. You forgot yeah. the direction of the audience, the audience experience, their flow. Mm-hmm. And so you can glorify this and logify this. That's the word. Fuck it. It's English. We'll take it. Logify this. Yeah. It's because you are the the educators. That's your background. That's what you love. That's how you connect. You kind of forgot the business side of it. Super mm. interesting. I mean, I don't think yeah. we forgot the business side of it per se, because we did have conversations using Tiffany actually as our model. And we're like, look, Tiffany, they have high-end products that they want to sell. But what's the first thing that you buy? The keychain. And we're like, what's our keychain? Oh, shoot. We don't have a keychain. Okay. We know Harness the Power of Planning is like the engagement ring right? It's the fine jewelry. Mm. We need a keychain, And then kind of in between the keychain and the engagement ring is the charm bracelet, right? And when we did three, two, one done, we're like, oh, okay, here's our charm bracelet. This is our middle of the road investment, right? Because it costs less. We have this as a workshop, an online workshop as well. It's yeah. a much, it's a one hour commitment. It costs less obviously than HPOP. So that's our charm bracelet. Okay. We need an engagement ring. What can be in our engagement ring? And then again, we go back to our mission. Well, we have, we have saving you time. We have helping you achieve your goals. We don't really have anything about prioritizing yourself. And that can be our keychain. That can be our opt-in, our free opt-in. So that's how we thought about building our funnel was this mm. kind of Tiffany model. We needed these three entry points, especially because we're starting from zero. Natasha and I's businesses that we have do not lead into beyond your wildest dreams. So it's not like we are a known presence and suddenly we're coming up with a course, right? Like like the people who do masterclass, right? We all know who Christina Aguilera is. She's an amazing singer. Learn singing from yeah. Christina Aguilera, done. She doesn't need an opt-in. Ooh, may I jump in there? <laughs> so that, that moment there of, okay, these people, industry leaders, everyone knows them feels mm-hmm. like without saying it if i'm completely off base please tell me there's a little bit of who are we there's a little bit of we need to be seen and visible 
So we create these entry-level suites. Do you need one? Do you need 10? Who knows what the right format for you is? And every business is different. But mm -hmm. just spreading yourself thinner at the bottom with the low cost, with the entry points, if that's fueled by the, but I think we need this because no one knows who we are. Oh my gosh, no one knows about us. We need to continue to fuel this rather than, no, here's our entry point. This is who we are. This we'll put our hats on. And then the model all stems from that. There is focus, there is clarity, there is absolute confidence. So I personally, I'll always laugh and chuckle about the word confidence because Unforget Yourself was born through my lack of confidence of, I don't just want to coach and regurgitate these principles, these practices. We need something, I need something different to differentiate us between the gazillion other coaches out there. And so the Unforget Yourself system was born. I truly believe it was downloaded to us, but it fell into place. It was brand new. It's never been positioned like this before. And so it's a blessing and a curse that came from my lack of confidence at the time. So do you feel, again, am I off base completely? Or is it that lack of this, which actually fueled this strategy, which wasn't the aligned strategy? So I feel you'll get there. It just may take three times longer because you have these three kind of entry points. How's this landing? Mm, I would respectfully disagree just because I've had yeah, I've been in business for 22 years. I've had businesses in very different industries and very different products. For instance, yeah. I had a gourmet food product and I was selling it at pop-up events at Williams-Sonoma. And people didn't know who I was. They didn't care who I was. I handed them a sample. They liked it or didn't like it. They bought it. Mm. That by far was my most uh, profitable business in terms of margins, in terms of ROI. It was not well aligned with my, if you're familiar with the Japanese concept of Ikigai, it was not well aligned with my Ikigai, which is why I ended up parting ways with it. But my reputation did not matter at all because people tasted it. They liked it. That was it. I owned a store for many years. It was a eco one-stop shop. People knew if, and this was before Amazon Amazon only sold books when I opened my store and there was no such thing as a smartphone. So people knew back if in they the good wanted, old days, right? Yeah. Back in the good old days. So people knew if they wanted sustainable product, they came to my store again, not about me, not about my reputation. I had a hurdle to clear with sustainable products. I cleared that hurdle. People came in. Mm. So I feel like it is, this pro business is different because people are looking for a, tra a personal transformation. And they want to know that the person has had a personal transformation that's teaching it to them. And if they don't know that, then they aren't going to buy. And so we're giving people opportunities to learn about our personal transformations mm -hmm. in these books. And then because we're good educators, we're presenting them in the way that we know people will actually learn right? So short, actionable workbook, that sort of thing. So I don't feel like we're hiding behind anything. And honestly, from a business strategy point of view, we could stop with these two books. The reason we're writing other books is because, as I said, it's its own market. Like the short read 
nonfiction market is one that I did not know existed before, but there Mm. are people building whole businesses on short read nonfiction. This book was side by side next to a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar book and a John Maxwell book. If Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and John Maxwell are getting into short read nonfiction, you know there's something there because they have huge teams behind them. So they did the research for us in terms of this is an important market to be in. And therefore, that's why we're going to offer more products in that space. Mm. And that's where it comes down to the focus. Where is your focus? Where are you going? Where are you taking your people? Is it in this area? Is it more aligned? And again, this mm. is a whole choose your own adventure. We said that before. Yeah. It's There's no kind of right or wrong. You guys know if you are getting in the right direction. The data, back to data, you love the data. The data won't lie. You can yeah. see what's happening. It's just you get to choose and evolve and grow your business in a way that Crumbs is aligned for you. So, hey, guys, I wish you all the best success as you grow this, as you bring this to to the masses, because, oh, my gosh, to prioritize yourself, to save your time, to focus on you, to unforget yourself is the most important thing anyone can do. So all the best. I wish you so much luck. And look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the works that you do and your books, where can they find you? We're at pywdreams.com is our website. You can find all of our stuff there. And all of our social media handles are at BYWDreams. Perfect. Well, thanks so much, everyone. Please go and check that out. But uh, again, thanks for playing along. Thanks for sharing behind the scenes and everything that you do. It's been so much fun. Thank Thank you, Mark. Mark. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their (laughs) earballs. All the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.